welcome to another episode of You Think This Is Ice Cube Musical? Today I'm joined by the regular boys and our special guest, the one and only Mike Mafanik. Um, hey guys, nice to be here. Just to give everyone a bit of context, yeah, I met like the rest of them through uni and yeah, we all did the same course. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. What is the uni, Michael? What is the uni? What is the course? Come on, tell us. Um, yeah, it was um, Bristol Uni and we all did um, computer science. Michael, you wanna go ahead? You wanna go ahead and <laughs> introduce yourself? Tell us where you at, what you're doing, what's been what's been going on? So yeah, I well, as I said, I went to like Bristol Uni, graduated around 2020, and since then I've been working as a software developer. In like my spare time, I usually just kind of maybe watch some TV or watch some anime, and yeah, and like occasionally gaming. But I feel like with gaming, I got like a big time sink to get into it and then yeah currently i don't have like a ps5 but yeah i might get one soon if the like semiconductor shortage goes down all right all right hey, how, how's it? Instruction, <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm just so happy i don't know why i can't stop we love we love my in, in 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 here we, lo- we love my family in the podcast specifically um so uh How's the pandemic been treating you? Have you have you had any incidents? Because um right now because a, a bunch of us aren't in Bristol, we tend to come back every so often. So how how has that been going for you? Um, so I guess in terms of COVID, like yeah, I do. I have had like people like around me who have had COVID. I think yeah, we've had to like isolate for maybe a week because like one of us had got COVID. Um, yeah, it's been because like right now it's been like remote working mainly for me so right now it's just been like at home but then granted i feel that with like pandemic you do get into like kind of like a routine kind of thing which may or may not be healthy so it's like wake up maybe shower work sit down lunch break (laughs) go back to work yeah stop work make dinner okay then in your free time just fuck about or something but you're still doing like chores around the house and things like that right um yeah i i, I clean like my, my room and stuff and um granted like when the kitchen falls dirty i clean it just because like you know you don't be walking around the dirty kitchen yeah wait and how do you like clean it though do you use like a normal mop <laughs> or do you get down with like a whole an old t-shirt and you just start wiping it or whatever how do you do it I just why, are you, why are you saying that he's out here cleaning on all fours or something he's not doing that surely right it's not flipping cinderella yeah <laughs> with a toothbrush he's living a cinderella life bro Mate, it can be like your seven-minute workout or something. I don't know. Oh my god, there's too much context here. God. <laughs> god. Too much context. Okay, okay no. so Mike, <laughs> Michael used to be the guy when we used to live in together. So me, Michael, and Rick, uh, Ronald used to live together in second yeah. year and in third year. So Michael used to be a fan of these seven-minute workouts they used to do in his room. <laughs> in his room. And they were intense. They were high-impact exercises. Um yeah, we could hear him from our stairs, to be honest. Like, he was putting in that good work, True. pushing towards his fitness goals, Wait, and inspiration to us all. One, one, that, one thing that is confusing for me is how could Michael could do those workouts in his room? Because the room was so tiny. It felt like, you know, like you have solitary in prison. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, it felt it was the size of that. So how could you even move around? And okay. What are the workouts you are actually doing? For the record, just to set the record straight, I did that seven-minute workout once, and it was a HIT <laughs> workout. 
Then, That's why I said high impact, bro. People yeah. just call it hit. You don't need to say H I I T. Whatever. Then, like, you know, I got a gym membership and I actually started doing like actual hit classes. In terms, the reason I didn't keep up with it is because like, I didn't think we, had, we didn't have like a proper like chair or something or like a box in that in the house. So it's hard to do some exercises and lunges. And um, yeah, the size of the room did get to me because it's like there's only so much space you can do some exercises in. So you're doing lunges. What else? It was I did it once, man. It was like push ups. Pull, it was no pull ups. Okay, we're getting to the push ups. I'm sorry. Sit up. <laughs> we're, moving, we're moving on because I don't yeah. I don't know how we got this bit into this anyway. Something I wanted to do was talk about the last time we all been with Michael because um I, I feel like that that's a bit interesting because last time we we were together because it was a while back. I think it it was when we went wireless. Or maybe, or maybe it was in Bristol, but but wireless is a, a more interesting story. So I, I wanted Michael to to retell us that to to walk us through our wireless experience. If you don't know, wireless is a festival in the UK. Pretty big artist. It was a it was a fun time, but an interesting story nonetheless. Um yeah, so I guess I'll start from like yeah, you know we all met up fairly well. Things went smoothly. Then we were in the queue for ages though, and I actually don't. Who was the first act we saw? Oh, it was Milstack. It was actually quite funny. Yeah, it so was Milstack. Yeah, it was most like, yeah. and we all go to like the front, right? And um, I guess we can't play music here, but like, there's that most sax song called like "Liar Liar." <laughs> yeah, and I think, um, everyone starts like mosh, like everyone starts from the mosh pit. Yeah, and I think some of us like nearly get like squashed in that mosh pit. As you, as you, how can do, you know? Mosh it pit. doesn't make sense to start a mosh pit at. Liar, yeah, liar. It, yeah. it just doesn't make. You know, sense. you know when he asked everyone, "Have you got like a million pound in your pockets?" Or you raising your hand at that point? <laughs> <laughs> Did you? I think were we all were. I was. I was. I really wasn't. I didn't. I don't actually remember this question, but I feel like we all did it. You know what I mean? Like. I think maybe you're being gaslit, Michael. <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, exactly, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Trying to question me. I didn't know if he actually asked that, you know? Yeah, he asked that question. That's yeah, funny. Yeah, it's yeah. a prelude into liar, right? So he asked everyone whether they've got uh, like a million pounds in their pockets. They don't. So he's like, yeah, you're a liar. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, shit. Yeah, that. that's the intro. Yeah. I, wait. To be fair, I had the million, uh, a million note when I went back to Indo- when I was in Indonesia because their like currency is like really, really, really low. So I think ten pounds is like a million Indonesian rup- rupiah or something like that. So no, but he didn't say. Have you got a million in your pocket? Is it a million pound? Ah, oh, <laughs> close enough. Close enough. So close. Yeah. So far. Um, <laughs> yeah, do, doing that um that trip basically we we all stayed uh, at an Airbnb in London, um which was a uh, fr- I think my first Airbnb experience. I don't know about you guys. Have you? Um, same. Yeah. Okay. And I've been in Airbnbs for like holidays and stuff, but yeah, I think that's about it for me. I yeah, think I've it was um I think it was six of us. And I think I got there first and like kind of scouted the area and there were so many cameras and I didn't know how to react. And then it... it... Who was the main guy, man? Who was the main guy? Do you remember his name? I don't uh, even know. Henry? Was it Henry? Nah, uh, I don't uh, remember uh, his name. And I don't think it was Henry. Um, I can check it. I don't think I want to remember, but yeah, you, you, go, you go ahead and, and see if you, if you find it. But basically, there was a, there was a rule to not record, kind of, in, in, in the premises. 
Tony. It was yeah, Tony. 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 Uh, Tony. Tony and Andrea, right? Yeah. yeah Tony Montana <laughs> and Andrea. I don't know any famous Andrea. Tony Montana. He's not Scarface, by the way. We're not. Like... He was moving like he was. Not gonna lie. <laughs> to be fair, you had cameras covering every square inch. Um, he... What else? Some secret ones. Some oh, secret yeah, ones. The clock one, isn't it? Yeah. No and, drinking. What else? There were like a bunch of rules, right? Yeah, there were, but but and and supposedly they were in the house, but I swear they weren't in the house because we did a lot. We like at one point we came back really drunk and we did a bunch of noise and nothing happened. So I think I think it was just like a like a mental play that they, they, they were going for, you know? Because cause the door their room had a a paper saying, "Oh, did I interrupt? Uh, the, mm. the the owners live in this room." Blah 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 blah. But I swear they weren't in that. Like we took over the entire house yeah. at one point, right? We were in the yeah. garden, we were in the kitchen. I like, almost dropped the microwave twice. Yeah, there was an extra <laughs> room that we didn't pay for as well. And then they just gave it to us like gratis, and that was like sick of them, I guess. Mm. But yeah, no, some but weird, still, some weird mind how did you drop me. the microwave, Ronald? How was that? Uh, I'm, I'm blaming Mike Mafani for this one, right? Because th- this is going to give you more of an insight on his personality, kind of. But basically, when. Uh, after wireless, we spent a day like just to go out for lunch with a couple of our friends. One of them came in t- from like Bristol to London for it, cause um it had been a um a minute since we all were together at that point, cause COVID and, and whatever. Uh, and after lunch, we were just kind of walking around, and we decided to go to like a bar. I think it was called the, the Alchemist at, in London. Which is like, yes, they do like mm, yeah. a show a when they drink. do when they do when they do like, uh, drinks and stuff because like they have, it's just a, a complete show. It's it's kind of hard to explain, but probably if you look it up on on YouTube, you will be able to find it. Um, and we were just you know having a couple of drinks. The plan was to have one or two drinks and then head back home because we all needed to leave like the next day. The plan was having one or two drinks. By the second one drink, drink, actually, I was, one I was saying it was just one. Wait, okay, <laughs> yeah, okay, fine. We were like, "Oh, should we have a drink?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, sure, sure, we'll try it. We never, we never had it before." And then yeah. by the by the time we're finishing the first drink, we're like, "We can do another one, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, one more, because you know, yeah, we're it's never, not that Whenever expensive. you say one drink, right? Yeah, yeah, Is it ever one it's, drink? it's never one drink. But basically, we're we're having a second one, almost almost done and like ready to go. And Mike, Michael Mofani, sitting right next to me, looks at me and is like, he goes, this might be a bad idea, but should we do this? And, I, and I'm the only one in the table that actually hears it. And I lose it. I'm like, what did this man just say? I, I, thought, I thought everyone had that. Nah, I, was, I had to repeat it because nobody else heard it. I was I like, did you hear yeah, what this man like, just oh, said? Wow. He's, he's like, oh, this might be a bad idea, but should you have shots? And then everyone was like, Damn, we liking the energy. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, let's go. Shot, shot, shot. Because like, this okay, is I'll out play. of character for Michael, right? That's why we're He's, so surprised. It's by it. out of character, yeah. and at the same time, somehow not, which is like so funny to me. Yeah, because it can be quite random at times, just unexpected behavior. <laughs> yeah. So that was one of those cases, and I was really afraid for the deposit of the Airbnb because we. The reservation was under my name, and we used my card, yeah. and with all the rules. Does that scary. mean you think Michael's some kind of liability on a night out or something? <laughs> Wait, what? That ain't what I said. Why are you scared? Why are you scared <laughs> of the deposit? <laughs> we've been on, we've been on night out. 
Ronald, just continue the story and then people understand I, I, why fine, fine, I'll say I was scared I'll for the you, deposit. Um, we, we, Michael go, gets up and goes get the first round. And one of our friends was already like, oh yeah, I'll get the second round. And Morocco was like, well, if we're doing rounds, might as well, I'll get the third, I'll get the, the third one. And there was like only five of us. So by the time you're on the third round, you might as well all buy a round to even it out so people don't need to be sending money to each other. So basically, we all got a round. So that's five shots. We all did tequila, I think. I think it was one vodka, because Michael got vodka first. And then the rest of us got tequila. And then... Um, yeah. And after that, it, it bro, in between the other drinks, people started talking to us. People started buying us drinks. Like a couple in a date, mm. bought uh, shots for everyone. Uh, another couple that was like... Wait, like the entire bar or just you guys? No, no, just our table. Just, just us. Because oh, it, it was the type of thing where half of the bar is like reserved and the other half is like yeah. open. So we managed to find like yeah, quite yeah. a big table because there are yeah, five of us and then there's like enough space for another four people. So every now and then some people would ask for the space. One of them, a couple in the first date bought them bought them shots i met just a random geezer at the bar when i went to get another drink and you know older geezer trying to impress his girl i don't know man he just started paying for drinks left right and center for no real reason and by the, Bro, by it's, the, BLM, the night, it's the blm discount man it's crazy you gotta think about this. <laughs> <laughs> there's, no there's no better way to, no, to show people you're by not the, racist than by a black guy <laughs> to be what, fair, what was his name? Was I don't he remember John his or name, Jack? Bro. I don't like, think it's Bill. Yeah, I know. I Bill Murray. He therefore was because we're six. So I know he looks like a Bill. You know, he was scary in Bills. I don't know about his name being Bill. Um, was it Bill the Builder? He wasn't building know, though. Bro. He wasn't. He wasn't like. Oh the, shit! In, in, like, you, you know they make stacks, type. right? They make yeah, crazy, yeah. Man. He was just like walking with cash. At the end of the night, he handed me a twenty pound note for no reason. I was like, "I bro, yes." Bro, 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 I think you're being solicited. I, I'm lying. Yeah, right. Right. Like, it does, it does sound like that. Basically, like, I don't know. No, his his girlfriend was actually that Ricardo fucking got involved as well. We like we all just got drinks for no reason. Like got a shot. So, like I don't know, man. I don't know exactly what people are thinking that in, when when they're doing like that type of thing. But hey, it happened. We had a fun time. We went back home, drunk as fuck. We had we went five guys before actually. We went five guys because we couldn't find a taxi. Had food, got a taxi, went back, all drunk as fuck, and we were just laughing like out very loudly in the in the kitchen because the tiniest thing was making us laugh at that point and i lean into into the microwave to be fair that wasn't like a table it was like a i don't even know bro it, it was like there's like, like a shelf, shelf. yeah like a, a, yeah. a long shelf it's like work, a bunch of workshop things in it. Mm-hmm. Workshop, yeah. mm-hmm. so yeah, i was kind of like trying to find something to hold on to because when i laugh too hard i go to the floor that's just a thing so I, so I leaning into the side, I kind of grab onto the microwave and almost fucking drop it fully to the ground. Managed to catch it the first time, put it back up, laughing again, almost do it immediately again. So that's what happened. Okay, okay. How was this Mike Mavetti's fault though? Is it the fault? Is it his said, fault that he got you drinks? Because he said He's the one that led to it. Yeah, yeah, he said the famous, the infamous words. This might be a bad idea. He started. He knew exactly what he was doing. <laughs> he started the sentence with, "This might That's be a the bad worst idea." Part. Yeah, he, and he knew well, he, was, he was walking it, and he knew who was he going to. He was saying it to me, 
which probably will just go like, yes, definitely. <laughs> Ronald would, when other people are down, he would just say, yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, you knew that everyone else was going to go along with it, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was like, personally, I was like, 80-20 on it. I was like, I was 80% like, oh, yeah, people do it. 20% no on it. I was like, oh, yeah, do you get shots? You know, I, I asked the question. I opened it up to the table, like the wide audience, and you guys said yes. So what's like the switch for you, Michael? Because you're normally the guy that just goes for like sours or like a four-pack of patches or something like that on a night out. So what made you switch up to like shots that night? Were you just feeling the atmosphere? What was it? Uh, yeah, I think it was that. Like, you know, it was like, you know, we don't normally just go out, like, in London. I'm mm. like, you know, how to kind of make it special. Mm. Okay. To be fair, yeah, that's the fire, my reason. Well, do you guys want to talk about last time all the three of you were together? Because that's more recent. Uh, Michael, yeah, you would need to tell us a full story of what happened. Because... It became Michael, an this experience. story is so depressing, right? This story it's is so, so sad. <laughs> so depressing. I'll, I'll give you the context. And I'll let Michael tell you the story of the actual night. So the story, the context before is that Ricardo was coming back from like a trip to Athens. And he's coming into London. He didn't really want to go Bristol straight away as soon as his flight got back. So he said, he put out of the group chat, a couple guys like, anyone in London, do you want to just want to meet up? Have like a, a drinks night and let's see where it goes from there. So a bunch of us like in London at that time, I think it was just me, Michael and Karthik. Yeah. Karthik obviously wasn't in the country at that time. He was in India, so he couldn't make it out. So it was just me and Michael that were down to come to this. So Michael, I don't know why he foolishly assumed that it's only going to be a couple drinks and then we're going to go home. I was already under the impression that it's going to be a long night. I'd already booked my train ticket back from London to Chelmsford for the next day. So I was like, okay, we're probably going to have some drinks, probably going to go to the club and then come back in the morning. Michael didn't get the same idea. So fast forward, we're already on the train to London. We get to London, Liverpool Street. And yeah, Michael, take it from there. What happened? Uh, yeah, so to be honest, um, just can't ask me to keep it. Brief, you know, we think we were walking around um Liverpool Street, right? Well, sorry, what's the, the high street is called Liverpool Street, or is it like that's Shoreditch? Old? Shoreditch, yeah, that's it. Yeah, Shoreditch. Yeah, yeah, we're walking around like Shoreditch, just looking for a bar. We find a sports bar thing, and yeah, I think we just chill for a while. So I thought, you know, because I thought it was a drinks now, I was like, oh yeah, probably have to kind of leave early ish, because uh, like I guess I because I, I live like currently live with my parents, I kind of told them I'm coming early, like relatively early. How early? Exactly, did you tell them? I think I told them like 11 ish. See, rookie mistake right there, but keep going. Yeah. Rookie mistake. How long does it take you to get? So, where do you live at the moment? You live in Reading, right? Just so yeah. you guys know. So, from London, Liverpool Street to Reading, that's what, an hour and a half journey? Um, Yeah, it's like an hour. It's an hour and a bit. Yeah. Hour and a bit. So, you would have had to leave at something like 10. And the night only started at 8, eight. did it? Yeah. Yeah, at 8. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Okay, keep going. Uh, yeah, so basically, I'm like, oh, yeah. So I'm like, oh, I think I just kind of say, like, oh, you guys, I'm going to leave now. <laughs> but at then, what time? At what time? It was like a half 10 or maybe. No, no, it was, no, it was definitely like I think quarter to 11. Mm, okay. Yeah, it was quarter, quarter to 11. <laughs> then, yeah, I think, I'm, oh, yeah, they, I mean, it's not a card, don't really want me to go. So they just try and like start 
making me try and stay here. And they're like, oh, I mean, yeah. It's, it's just the manner in which you tried to leave, right? Because you didn't really give us an explanation. You just started edging away from your seat, like slyly just put your jacket on. And then at one point, you just got up, right? Got up from the booth and started backing away physically. And we were like, oh, wow, he's actually yeah. running away without giving us a reason. Wait, yeah. nah, it wasn't like that. I definitely said, oh, yeah, guys, I have to leave now. <laughs> at the very least. Right? least. You were already standing up when you said that. At, at the very least, I definitely said that, yeah. Do you remember backing away and going towards the stairs? I remember that distinctly. I remember that just because, um, I remember that, but it's not like I just did. It's not like I stood up, like, all, like, fucking cartoons now. I just started, like, I mean, it was almost that. Ricardo has just gotten us a new round of, like, cocktails, I think. And I haven't even started on a cocktail just yet. I think you, like, finished it straight away because you wanted to run off, right? So I was just sitting there lounging, thinking there's going to be, like, more rounds to come. But, yeah, the funny part is, yeah, you were just calling a night at that point. So, Michael, take it, take it from there. Uh, yeah, and um, so, yeah, I think I, after, like, I think maybe 15 minutes? After 15 minutes of just, like, this arguing and cussing home and back and forth, yeah. <laughs> I think at one point they're like, oh, yeah, let's, go, let's just go red in, which, like, wasn't gonna happen <laughs> i mean ricardo had to physically run after you right well, yeah. I've, I've never seen a, like uh you know those romantic scenes where someone runs after like they're crushed towards an airport or something it was something like that he left off his seat and he chased after him man michael was literally trying to ditch us this time yeah because you weren't even giving us a proper explanation you're coming up with excuses oh i have i just want to i'm just tired oh i need to get my booster to uh tomorrow morning oh yeah. I don't know. I need to go to church. Oh, you just kept changing <laughs> the excuses without telling us the real reason that, oh, I told my parents I would come back at 11. It's already 11. And they were just like, yeah, I feel like if you had told us that reason, we would have understood, right? I'm still living with my parents, like... But to be honest, I don't have... I have a little bit more freedom, I guess, in a sense, because if I say I'm coming home the next day, they sort of take it with, like, a grain of salt. Yeah, but I had to fight for that quite early, I think. When I was in school, I used to fuck up a lot, just get into a lot of trouble with shit like that. So I think I've grown past that to the point I've got, like, a little bit more personal freedom. Yeah, so that was that. And, like, yeah, I think my phone died on me. <laughs> Bro, this is the, the bad thing with that night, right? Because your dad called you, I think, two times in a row or three times in a row, right? While we was just sitting at that booth. You should have just texted him at that point. Yeah. Like, that would have saved you, right? Yeah, why didn't you text him as well? I don't get it. And I was going to text, like, when I was on the train because I wanted to just you know, rush. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to rush to, like, the train station. But your phone was almost dead. So you just, yeah. like, just pre just try to send yeah, it. Yeah, at that point, you would have already been in trouble, right? Because you weren't at home at the time you told them that you yeah. weren't going to be at home. So it's not going to make any difference that you're going to rush there and get it there like 15 minutes earlier because you're still going to be in trouble. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think on TFA, I think because like basically I missed the 11th, the half 11. I had to get the half 12. But you know what they say? Hindsight is 2020, you know? <laughs> True. Yeah, sure, <laughs> yeah. sure, sure. <laughs> Tell yourself that, okay? Okay, okay. So what happened after that? What happened after that? Oh um, yeah, then you know, I kept back at him and <laughs> I kept back at him and like everyone's quiet. So I assume everyone's good as goes to sleep. So I just lie on my bed. Then like yeah, I think they ring the doorbell because like I they can't get in because I've there's a latch basically and, like I put the latch on. Mm, okay. Yeah, and uh yeah, basically they yeah, it's like I guess I guess it's like to two, yeah, and like, you know, they get really angry with me and stuff. And uh this this yeah, is this is a good segue. Out. 
to talking about living with your parents versus you know moving out and spreading your wings. You know? Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. Let me finish the story though. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna hear the re- the rest of the story because yeah, it turns out the reason they were out is because they were at a police station thinking it's like fad report. So, okay, get this. Michael nearly had a bolo out on him. Like, be on the lookout for Michael Buffetti that night. There could have been a Facebook post saying, missing person, Mike Buffetti, a bunch of photos of him. That would have been the consequence of that night. And that was a failed text. To all the kids out there thinking of bunking out, right? Text, text your, your parents. parents first. Like, Just you're going to... Text gonna... your parents. <laughs> text your parents way. first, man. Like, it doesn't matter if you're 23. It doesn't matter if you're 16 right now. Just do it. So imagine just people uh, uh, conducting searches all over London and you're just there in bed (laughs) just because you didn't send a bloody text, Michael. Jesus Christ. That could have gone so bad for you. Like, so bad for you. I did my best to save you from that that ending bit. But but alas, let it be a cautionary tale then. Yeah. There's a moral to every story, Ronald. You gotta think of it that uh, way. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a learning not, experience. We're not flipping five years old. Stories don't need to have morals. I mean, every story does have a moral. Like that experience, like that experience of a night, you took away something from that, right? Hey, let's let's hope it saves somebody else from the same from the same fate. Oh, exactly. exactly. It was a sacrifice that was worth it. Yeah, I took away that I should bring my charger with me because the flipping train has like pluggables. Has like sockets and stuff. Wait, you didn't know that? I think Ricardo had his charger that night, right? But it was a Samsung charger and you had like an Apple. Yeah. You had an iPhone, yeah. right? Yeah. I knew that, but I forgot. It's because like, you know, usually like when I go on trains and stuff, it's either like I'm staying there. And I feel like mentally, right? So I'm like, oh, I'm staying there for like a night. I'm staying there for more than like a day. So I'm like, oh, I brought my charger because obvious. I'm like, oh, I'm only staying there for like an hour. And it's like, oh, yeah, I don't, I don't need to use, use I don't usually like use my phone that often. Hmm. You had your what is it? You had your tickets on your phone as well, right? So that was kind yeah. of crucial that you your phone was alive by the time you yeah. tried to get the train back. Oh yeah, how did you manage to get into the train? Actually, did you did they just let you in? Turnstiles were open, probably. Uh, yeah, nobody checked. Nobody checked your tickets as well. No one checked. So it was like midnight. Fair enough. There's a whole section on like train drama, right? So sometimes like there's a person around that checks your ticket and shit, and sometimes there's like most of the time there's not. So you just have yeah. to have a ticket active just for the times when someone is there to check your ticket. Not often, but it does happen at the worst cases. And don't forget your bloody rail card as well. Oh my Or let God. it expire. <laughs> you don't want to get hit by a £200 fine as well. Get an online rail card. Don't get any of the physical shit. Okay? Keeping your phone yes, on life should be always first priority, you know? If you have to mm. fucking use a power bank, yeah, get one of those. Because um, two of you are currently living with your parents, and, like, out of out of um, the group of, like, ten of us, I think only three of us are, li- are living with the parents because, you know, they live in the UK. They can. But how do you go about deciding if you like should move out immediately? You know, after after finishing uni, finding work, you're you're not looking for work anymore. You're kind of self sufficient, and you're used to just not being living with your parents anymore. How do you go about deciding if you go if you should go back or not? I want to hear guys' perspective on that. Uh, so do you mean like how when when how do I decide like when to move out kind of thing? Or? Yeah, like you fi- you finished uni and you found like a job, right? Why yeah. why was your mind then like oh I'll stay living with my parents instead of oh I'll just move out and 
friend and now found in flight or something like that. Oh, okay, okay, I get you. Um, yeah, I guess like, you know, it was like, to be honest, it was more like convenience really. Because like, at first, I think I was looking for jobs and like, basically, I was looking for jobs like around like London or Reading. And my idea was like, oh, if I get a job in London, I'll just move to London. Or if I get like a job in Reading, I'll, I might just stay here and like maybe have, I guess, give me like a bit more buffer time to kind of plan things out. And um, yeah, I guess to be fair, this does, this might lean onto the job search. I mean, think in hindsight looking back and maybe I was a bit too kind of rushing for a job I probably could have benefited to kind of analyze like the jobs I was like looking for like a bit more mm. well so yeah. looking back you you think you lost a better opportunity or oh no I think I maybe I could have like I accepted some opportunities I should have just like maybe felt I rejected mm. or shouldn't have like gone or shouldn't have like gone through the process of you know what I mean yeah because you're living with your parents you have that stability there anyway so you have the freedom of choice right so you don't have to get a job immediately. You could just sit there, weigh your options a little bit. Just pick something you genuinely enjoy and genuinely back rather than something you need out of necessity. Um, there's no reason that a gap in your CV is a bad thing. It could just mean that you're more wary of your options and things like that. So yeah, really take your time if you're just staying at home, living with your parents, looking for a job and shit like that. Yeah, especially as well, because in 2020 and 2021, it was like, mid uh, in the middle of peak pandemic so mm. it, it would be more understandable if you had the gap in the cv because everyone would it's something that affected everyone around the uk yeah. the world and the uk so pe people would be aware and they wouldn't question it at all yeah so it would it should be fine yeah i know a lot of my mates who didn't do like cs or any kind of technology kind of background when it comes to job hunting they found it very difficult right because pandemic wise any other job apart from tech kind of had a dip in terms of availability there was a lot of people on furlough and yeah it was a genuine like horrible time for interviewing and like job hunting for uni graduates around that time so tech is an area where it's really nice because there's always availability. There's always freedom of choice. So you can really explore your options when it comes to that. But yeah, Azo, so what is your take on living with your parents yeah. as well? Was it convenience as well? Was it different? In, in my case, a lot of my mates from school um, that didn't go to uni ended up staying at home just living with their parents and I think they are really what pushed me towards just doing the same because I saw what they were doing right because they were staying at home they were saving up they really had more social options available to them at the forefront right because they're not paying any council tax they're not paying any rent so they could save all that money for outings they could just be more sociable with that money so I, I thought initially that oh I could stay at home save up this money just have a way better time doing it rather than be quick to just get a place in London. And I know that I don't have to come into the office often anyways because I'm remote working. So it doesn't make sense for me to pay something like £800 a month to be in a place where I don't really have to be. There's no necessity for me to be there. Yeah, with the money I save, if I want to get a place in London, I don't really have to rent as well. I could look to put a mortgage down. So it really extended my options, I think, when it comes to like just staying with my parents. And yeah, I feel like in terms of freedom, I've got quite a bit as well, just staying at home because yeah, nothing's really expected of me outside of like, obviously like the chores that you have to do. Yeah, I guess it's the privacy that I'm really after when it comes to just living on your own, just having a more independent lifestyle, just being able to choose your settings around you. Mm -hmm. and yeah i'm looking to do that when you said when am i looking to do that i'm looking mm. to do that now so i've already had my year of just staying with my parents yeah and this next year 2022 i was always just looking to move out establish my own ground and own setting with my own place and yeah just 
expand to that, I guess. Just make that step towards just living on my own. Because mm. um, I'm back now and I'm kind of living with my parents. It's a situa- It's a kind of half situation because my, my mom is in Portugal. She hasn't gone back yet. She's going back soon. So I'm with my siblings. So it's, it feels kind of like I'm back home and like, like, I, yeah. like I regressed somehow, you know? But it... it <laughs> You you get this weird sense of comfort and but at the same time the lack the lack of um of privacy that you're on as well like I I feel like I can't move like I normally move you know I don't oh, know yeah I, I definitely get yeah. that because I'm yeah I don't know about you guys but like but like maybe you know back at uni when you're like oh yeah going late nights out or even if you're not going out like sociable like you're working late or you're just like yeah. messing about like playing like video games or something or right going I've... to Lexis or going to Lexis at 1am to, <laughs> to, 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 to buy Doritos for five pounds. Don't forget, I'll never forget that, but okay. Michael. Michael's yeah, oh. the type of guy, right? Yeah, this is funny, right? Because oh. he's <laughs> in the middle of a snowstorm. This guy just like, I don't know, he was heading towards the door. I was like, Michael, where are you going? He's like, I'm just going to go Lexi's. I'm like, in a snowstorm. He's like, yeah. And then he just left. Like, get pants. Okay, so basically, oh, yeah. All of no, that I was w- a pack <laughs> of Doritos and some Haribo or something. No, so I think I wanted to go Sainsbury's, right? But Sainsbury's was like kind of, I wanted to go Sainsbury's, but Sainsbury's was locked or something. So Sainsbury's was locked. Yeah. But it was closed because of like the snowstorm, right? Isn't that a warning telling <laughs> sign for you, Michael? <laughs> so I'm like, oh yeah, let me just like, go. you know. And then I'm also like, oh, it's not just for the snacks. I'm like, oh yeah, anyway, let me just like, Walk about it a bit, right? Why, why were you you were, you were risking it all for like a couple of hours? <laughs> oh my god! What do you mean risking it all? As long as I was like you know naked in like the middle of a storm, like I was like, of hypothermia or something, you know, just Mate. like a little quick brisk walk or something. Think about it. Park Street is a hill. What if in the oh snowstorm the wind was so strong that it just pushed you down the hill? By the way, just like let everyone know, the storm had like died at this point, and it wasn't like I don't think it became a full-on storm. It had died at this point, but just like obviously, like storms were cool, cool, just because like supply chains and stuff. But I was like, oh, just like walk well, around, you know? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh it's god, I, I lost my oh, god. I think yeah. Sorry, we segued. I lost my my point. Uh, you were mentioning uh, about like just going out, out like late. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, at uni, it's like kind of like that. Like you kind of just work. I guess and also hours can be more flexible depending on like your course, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas like with work, I guess maybe this combination like work and living with like other people, where it's like, oh yeah, finish like maybe five, five, half five, six, then you make dinner, then that's kind of the end of it most days. Yeah. Unless, like, you maybe you meet up with, like, some friends later, like, a bar or something. That's just kind of like, the end of it. And even, like, if you meet up with friends at a bar, you might not stay too late because you have work the next day. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I mean, yeah, that's that's more of a caveat with work, I'd say. So, yeah. when you're working, yeah, you can't afford to stay out as long. So, yeah, you just end up cutting nights a little bit short because of that. But, yeah, you come to appreciate your weekends and your Fridays a little bit more because, yeah, that's the only yeah. time you could really go out. Mm. Yeah. On the other side of that, we have like the rest of our group, like Ricardo, that you know, maybe they're international, so their parents aren't around for them to uh, oh me live with my parents for like a year or something. So basically you have to job hunt, house hunt, take out a visa sometimes and like decide how to go how to do all of that in the span of you know, before your visa expires and your dissertation is done and like you know, yeah, pack your bags and you know, yeah, move on with life, right? 
So how 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 do we did you go about all that process? Yeah, for me it was uh, quite stressful to be uh, to be honest because I had because I uh, asked for an extension for my dissertation, so I only su- so I worked on it until uh, I only submitted the dissertation in August, which I thought oh maybe I'll work like a bit every day over the summer and. To be honest, that is not something that happens. You still try to enjoy your summer, and then I just left uh, a a big chunk of it for late in the summer. So, and as soon as I submitted in late August, um, I went from okay, the dissertation now is a worry that I'm not uh, I'm not gonna deal uh, deal with anymore. But my visa expires in October, so I have these two months now too. Uh, 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 get a job, either a sponsored job that could provide me a visa, or just find or just apply for uh, the new graduate uh, scheme visa, uh, graduate route uh, visa that came out last year. Where you, if you've graduated uh, from university in the from twenty twenty one onwards, you get two extra years to just find your uh, find some job gains get some experience, be self-employed. It's up to you. So, and at the same time, looking for the house, uh, looking for the house to live because it is hard. It's one thing that is really hard. Is it's really hard to apply for jobs uh, when you don't have an address. So I was just using my girlfriend's flat as my uh, as my address mm-hmm. because she is in Edinburgh, and I was looking for jobs in Brussels and the southwest. So. I, and I was looking for uh, houses there as well. So it was weird to try to arrange viewings, uh, viewings uh, when you're, I don't know how, like six hour, uh, six hour train journey away from, from where you're supposed to live. You sometimes I would have to go to Bristol just to attend to interviews. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, making sure I give myself enough time to apply for the visa, for the graduate, the two-year graduate route visa, if I couldn't find any sponsored job. Yeah. That's basically what I had to do. And I had these three, a space of three weeks where I would have two, three interviews a day. And it was just was one of the most draining periods of my life because I was out. So I would wake up. Ring, uh, ring, uh, agencies to book flat, uh, flat viewings, and then I'll text Ronald or yeah. Ronald who was in Bristol to go check them. And then after a few phone calls until around ten, because after that all flats will be taken, so there's no point calling them. I would just be preparing for an interview, uh, interviews the whole day and the night before, and it was rinse and repeat. It felt, it felt like you were like really in a free fall where like a, a literal battle royale because between finding a job and looking for flats because you're doing that by yourself even though you weren't gonna do it by yourself because one of our other yeah. friends Thawidu, that ricardo lives with he wasn't in the country he was also kind of looking for a job or he had secured a job at that point but he was still mm, trying yeah. to find a visa so literally the only the only way ricardo could manage to do viewings was by either that, going to Bristol, like you mentioned or asking me to to go for him because at that point I was still living in Bristol. There were a couple of us, but like people were working, and like I, I was the only one to kind of help him with that. So yeah, it, it is definitely like uh, a free for all to kind of battle with time 
to get that sorted before you need to like leave the country before you get like a kind of a strike because you overstayed with your visa. Mm. So was, um, yeah, yeah, that is a that is a big issue. And also at that uh, at that time, the housing market in Bristol was insane because of a lot of people started a lot of jobs now offered the work from home option. A lot of people from London were moving out from yeah. London towards Bristol. So now yeah. there is this insane demand where yeah. one a flat uh, a flat would pop up in in Rightmove or Zupla and in 10 minutes you would already have 50 people 100 people uh, sending messages and calling to the agencies so and then it just gave them freedom to just pick and choose who they want so the competition was insane and some flats would even just say we we only take in couples so which so <laughs> yeah so basically even though it was even though it, uh, some flats would have two bedrooms of equal, like roughly the same size, the agencies and landlords would advertise them as for couples only. And also in other flats, I've talked to an agency later, an agent, a uh, real estate agent later, and they said usually uh, landlords and agencies prefer couples. So my, me and Taridu, my flatmate, we just decided to start applying to most flats as a couple. So there was one time that uh, there was one time that I uh, I got a phone call and they said to me, "Oh yes, uh, so your offer for the flat was accepted. What's the name of your girl? What's your girlfriend's name?" And I'm just sat next to Alia, my girlfriend, and I just say out loud. Um, Actually, he's a boyfriend, and his name is Taridu. And then she just starts laughing next to me, and I have to mute the phone and just say, <laughs> and just acting the whole time in the process, uh, saying that yeah, my boyfriend, uh, my boyfriend is away. He's still waiting for his visa, and he's been away for a year. So we've been really excited to move in together. Finally, I find it so finally, funny though. It was such because weird to say. You had to like cheat the system to even like begin to have a chance sometimes. Because I remember one of, one of the times you got a call for a viewing, you were you were in Bristol. You were staying at I think at my flat, and you're like, "Oh, you wanna oh, go yeah. to the viewing with me?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" And I had heard about this couple thing, right? And and I was like, "Oh, is this one of the the flats?" You're like, "Oh, they gotta be a couple." And like, "Yeah." Like ah okay so are we pretending to be a couple then? <laughs> like oh, yes. oh or am I pretending to be Thurdus friend looking at you? It was like a whole like level layers of of like complication and just making it convoluted. Yeah, I think the guy that was doing the viewing he just assumed he was uh, a, uh we were a couple because I think he mentioned in the bed main bedroom that oh yeah this could be your bedroom. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he thought he thought we us. were looking at it together. I'm pretty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the funniest thing is, at the end of the day, we end up going for a flat where we didn't even tell them we were a couple. Yeah. We didn't even tell our landlord we are a couple. So it was just a weird experience of trying to find a place which was, re- which was decent within, a, like, because you kind of want to step it up once you go from working. I want to go from studying to working. So you want a, to stay in a nicer flat instead of just the normal hall, studenty kind of vibes. But still, you want something that is 
within reason when it comes to budget. And Taridu and I were looking for something quite central because we oh, we just like the center of Bristol. So we wouldn't want to go to BS 35 like some people do to find a cheaper rent. Yeah, normally like the the dichotomy, the difference in like flats you live in when you're in uni and flats you live in when you when you finally graduate it's a whole different ball game because because like when you're a student you feel like you have no right to go to your landlord or, or the agency you're under and being like complaining about all little things because you're there you consider yourself kind of lucky to be able to find like a good place you know good location good prices bills included if they are like uh, big enough for all the friends you want to live with so it's a bit hard to even like chase things around especially when like you're international because we had like a couple yeah. incidents we're like taking care of things and we like maintenance in, in our flats and those are like a nightmare and it could be a, like an episode in itself but basically we kind of started ranking the quality of flats people were moving into because they were so good after everyone graduated now i think ricardo's winning let's go <laughs> the penthouse is under we the penthouse is undefeated. Yeah, yeah. Well, is that's undefeated. a nice flat. We'll see. We'll see what happens when Aizom was in, in into London. Maybe maybe that'll be a battle. I'm moving into a solo flat though. Like I'll have to oh. shell out something like well over a grand to be able yeah. to top that. I think. Okay. Well yeah, for London, for like London, London prices, well, is it's crazy, pretty... man. Wait, wouldn't you move with someone? Moving with someone else? No. No. Oh, the thing is, I feel like, yeah, I feel like I've done that. Like, I've done that. I've experienced it. And yeah, obviously, I loved being able to live with like my mates and all of that. But right now, yeah, I'm just not looking for that. I'm, I'm looking to see if I can live on my own and how I'm going to cope with that. Mm. I always like to challenge myself with things like that. So yeah, it's just like one thing I want to do. Yeah. yeah. It's, because uh... I've realized as well that I would, I don't want to leave. After, after I was done with uni, I, I thought, I don't want to live again with four or five other people it's just one i just wanted to live with one extra person or maybe mm. maybe and two people but that was the absolute max yeah 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 i feel like my in my limits like maybe three people yeah it's like three people including me so two two yeah. other people i feel like over three gets a bit much when you're already out of your new rank yeah maybe your time because yeah. keeping that much stuff communal when, when you're like mm. i don't know it's like yeah. they don't really mesh together um but yeah so from um switching from uni to finding a job you know securing your visa finding a new place to live and maybe a new town um what kind of transition type things do you guys think you went through when it comes to um your free time and things you do to enjoy yourself that you used to do at uni and you don't do anymore or things that you didn't used to do you know maybe because of your budget restraints now you have more money suddenly well how do you guys find that that switch um so for me like i guess when you're at uni they always feels like maybe the social bit because like you know at bristol usually like after work if i'm not doing any work i'll probably just like you know go talk to like some people in like the kitchen like the housemates which is you guys in like the kitchen or like go out like go see someone or even like think sometimes i because i used to go like anime soft or like gym Mm, we add like very few so anime talk you know just goes like watch a film or like a tv show and then go to like a bar or something guess yeah that like social aspect has already kind of cut out for me so um yeah i think um once once i started um moving in i, I tried like 
picking up new hobbies and stuff. Um, trying I try like maybe like learning new skills, granted like on my laptop and stuff. So like, I think the first thing I did was like, oh yeah, because I think the Queen's Gambit kind of dropped. Mm. So I was like, <laughs> and like, yeah, you know, because it's like, actually, granted, I think I started it before the show. Then I picked it up when I started watching the show. So I was like, oh yeah, I'll try to learn. I'll maybe maybe it sounds like learn chess. So, so I went to like um chess. So you didn't know how to play chess before Queen's Gambit? Like, I knew how, I knew, like, basically, I know how all the pieces move. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how to, like, strategize about mm. the chess game, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I was like, same. Yeah, I am I was, the same. Yeah. Wait, did you start playing chess as well? No, I didn't Regardless. start playing chess. No, 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 I didn't start playing chess at all. Because I remember, I know the how to do all the movement of the pieces. And I just stopped at that. Uh, at that. Mm. And then I have my cousins who are really into chess. And my little cousins, I think they are like 16 and 13. And they had a chess competition. And for fun, I just, a few years ago, I think three years ago, they had a chess competition. So I went there just for fun to watch. And then I played this match against a nine-year-old. And I got absolutely destroyed. Yeah, it was Ridic- it was ridiculous. Was it like a genius, a genius kid, something like that. It's, she's just she was just really good at chess. And Jeez. the worst part is the coach said that actually I lost really quickly. I, I can't uh, I can't even remember how long it was, but he said that she actually let me play for longer and oh tried to give God, me a chance <laughs> to give me a chance to actually try to get out of the situation I put myself in and I didn't even clock it she was so stalling on you I, thing is yeah, yeah so I just gave up on it so I just yeah. I just said I will never touch a chessboard yeah. in my life Friends got better in real life there you go. thing is yeah. yeah I think I yeah I, I tried out for a bit then I kind of stopped playing it because like basically they give me like a ranking yeah. I know. I think I was really scared for like the ranking going down, even though like you know in most games, like you know if you go down then you go up, right? Mm. What was your ranking? Rank- oh no, it was like it was quite low. I think it was like I think I got to like seven, because I think basically to put it in like perspective, I think all the really good players are like fifteen hundred rated or something. Mm-hmm. I think I was still like around the average bit, which was like around like seven fifty or something. So like that. it's a number rating from some from zero to fifteen hundred. Oh no, so it's like so I think chess rankings work too far as I don't really know how it works that well. But I think anytime you lose a match, if you win or lose a match, you get you know, like they allocate your points based or you, you they allocate points based on how well you did or something. Okay. Sounds like yeah. I mean, yeah, it does sound the same, man. Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds like what? Rank ranked gaming. gaming. Like elos yeah. and things like that. I, I think it is. I think it is. But like, to be yeah. fair, they they do call it masters and grandmasters at chess or something. Like yeah, that, right? they have grandmasters. And yeah, yeah. They reckon think... you can become one, Michael. Yeah, I gave it up. So, you know, then you I even like, up. yeah. Then at some point, I was like, oh yeah, because like you know, I'm also quite into like kind of like comic books at times. Mm. So I was like, oh yeah, maybe like I like anime. So maybe like I was like, oh yeah, maybe like you know, far off in the future, I could do like a what like the Martian guy did, and like make my own like book or some comic book. 
So no. I, I put, yeah, as Mike everyone knows, is, <laughs> I, I can't draw for shit. So I was like, yeah, I was about to say that. I don't mean to crush your dreams, but I've nah. seen your drawing. Nah, to be fair, you can be the writer. Not yeah, you could definitely yeah, make a true. good storyline. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you make the storyline and someone else draws. It, yeah. Like, yeah. you can find the illustrators easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, let me pick up like this. Like, so I bought this like Udemy drawing course, just like doing like free time. Damn. Oh, God. Okay. How did you do? Uh, Can you show me the drawings? I want to see the drawings. Is there any so you have on you right now? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I want to see the drawings. I think, like, it definitely, to be fair, the course does definitely, like, improve your, like, guess your drawing. Because, like, I guess, really, like, because you, you do kind of think more technical about some stuff, which I didn't really think about before. But, yeah, it wasn't, you know, because, like, I think most people, like, online, right? Because I, I guess I feel like a few, like, quote unquote like artists on like Twitter and stuff. And they said like, oh yeah, it's just like these like it's just time really. You know, so it's like everyone anyone anyone can learn to do it. So how did you oh, rate like, the course Alison? It was like I think it was a good course, but I don't think I finished it. Uh, how yeah. much was it as well? Um and I got it on um I got it on discount. So it was like ten quid. Ten quid. Yeah, oh, like, so it's a full blown uh, course then. Like, Did how long was it? it? Oh, I didn't finish. I think I'm like on the last kind of bits of it. Jeez. Well, oh, yeah, that's that. I think I kind of put on hold as well, just because, like, basically, I like at this point, I didn't like really have like a desk. Oh. Mm. So, I, and I think, yeah, my back was starting to like hurt from like sitting on like my bed and trying to like, draw that. Wait, so how do you do work the whole day? Oh, no, I do have it. I have a desk for work, but it's in the kitchen. It's not in the kitchen, it's in the living room. What? Oh. So basically, I have a desk for work, but for like my personal, oh. I want, I like being in my room. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And wait, and when writing the comic book, uh, but do you have any idea of plots, uh, like what yeah. kind what's of, the genre? what's the feel? Like, Is it like more of a manga thing or more of a comic book thing? Okay, so like, to be fair, this is like very pie in the sky kind of thing. I haven't like written anything down. I haven't like even thought of it. I was just like, oh yeah, maybe like I would like write like at least one, at least like an issue, you know, mm. like at least one issue of a comic book, like at least like a pilot, right, or something. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and I was thinking like if I were to write one, probably would be like sci-fi. All right. And like it'll probably it'll probably be more of a comic book, or, like a Western comic book kind of vibes, and maybe like Afrofuturism. I guess like. Kind of vibes, which is a lot of Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess yeah, Black Panther is kind of yeah. Afrofuturism, but mm-hmm. I feel like for that I'll need to like, cause like you know with writing, like I, <laughs> I think with writing maybe you can do it as a side thing, but I think I'll need to like, cause I don't really read that much books mm-hmm. as well, right. so I need to kind of be fed up. And I um, mean, yeah, this is something like that could happen maybe eight years online or something. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is a background yeah, thing. Don't sell yourself short though, like yeah. Think about this this comic this podcast itself was just a pet project that i thought about initially and now it's materializing into like a real thing right and that's within the matter of weeks yeah i know actually. a comic book is much longer than that but yeah don't sell yourself short to be fair yeah you we thought about this and made it happen kind of fast i saw like yeah, we were, very fast. i was quick to be fast. i was talking to it like random random time we were talking about something and we talked for like a solid two hours i want to say and you put the idea front, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of down. Like, record, yeah, do you mean record? Yeah, I should do it. And next day, he messaged me being like, oh, yeah, group chat. Yeah, Ricardo's down. We're doing this. So yeah, like, he just texted me. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty he fast. He just sent me a text. 
about it, yeah. and I was just like, yeah, I'll be down for that. Yeah, but also, be something cool. on the Afrofuturism thing, I don't know if this is like a, a common background type of vibe I'm getting, but whenever I think about like making stories, because you know, I want to get into game design, so you know, gotta, gotta make something. Mm-hmm. I think of Afrofuturism as well. Yeah, yeah. So I think it maybe is a background thing. Ricardo, you, you, at one point you were like writing a book, right? Was there any Afrofuturism? In I'm it? still writing. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, there is. Yes, there, there is. is. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so it, it is, is. A, a similar background thing. It, it's yeah. like dystopian thing. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's still in, set in Africa as well. Afrofuturism. It's so. yeah. yeah. in Africa. Wow, okay. Mm. Yeah, it's set okay. in Africa. Yeah. Yeah, the whole like... world got destroyed by certain parts of Africa. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I it like that. Came... I like that. Usually that is not right. Usually it's America that survives. Yeah, yeah, I like how it's like certain parts, not like just one like block or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just my block of Africa, just Angola, Congo, and Namibia, yeah. just yeah. that bit. The rest of it, nah, that, yeah. we don't need that. Chuck it up. Any more interesting yeah, hobbies like... anyone found? Yeah. So. Uh, hobbies. Yeah, I feel like I try like a whole bunch of stuff, right? So when it comes to self-improvement, I feel like that's more of like leading on from the pandemic, I guess. Mm. I guess, yeah, we were just doing like a bunch of um, a bunch of games mostly, I think. Board games and shit like that. Card games, mm. poker. I've tried like a whole bunch of shit like that. And yeah, the pandemic really stretched out to the point that you don't rely on the same shit that you did previously mm-hmm. for your entertainment so you're not relying on your like pub crawls your bar crawls your club mm-hmm. nights and it really made you like look outside of that what do you really value outside of that i got back into gaming after that mm-hmm. um yeah i guess even this podcast it's just a form of self-improvement right just yeah. being able to put your thoughts down as like some kind of personal journal and also i think the pand- this pandemic also pushed me to do things that at first that i kind of wanted to do but i thought there was no point on doing it so because now i have more structure to my life because of work mm-hmm. right i started to go back to playing football more regularly i even started doing uh pro wrestling because i just grew up, i grew up <laughs> watching wwe and i just thought yeah. i always wanted to to as a kid i always wanted to try it so i was mm. just like hey you only live once, really, and the world almost ended. Uh, it felt like you'd almost ended a few years back. Mm. So why I mean, is it's it feeling like it's, it's going to end again? Yeah, so it's like it's one more time. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It's been a few tough years, you know. Twenty twenty so part two, indeed. I mean, that's yeah. really fucking cool. Though, the fact that you're a pro wrestler, that you're working towards becoming a pro wrestler. I mean, that's an episode in itself. I'd yeah. say. Mm. I th- I feel like there's yeah. there's been a lot of self reflection caused by all the time you spend inside now, so yeah. so now like before when when you when you think of those hobbies they're like ah it's probably not gonna lead anywhere ah I could do it but then again I could just not the, those became came more to the forefront and people are actually like doing something about it, which is cool to see you know but if the world doesn't actually end this time you know so. We'll see where, where it's going to lead. Is, was there anything else anyone wanted to add since we're running through the last minutes of this week's episode, unfortunately? Michael, do you want to provide some plugs? Do you want to... Yeah, anything you want to shout provide out? Some closing statements on anything? Um, yeah, I guess, like, maybe, yeah, maybe it's just... I'll try and keep it brief. But, like, basically, I guess right now, what I'm kind of, like, kind of doing, like, my spare time is this thing. 
basically there's this Nigerian card game called WAP that has very <laughs> similar rules to Cardi B's WAP. What are you on about? <laughs> WAP. No, it's called What's. Oh, what, right. As in Whoop. the question. Yeah, it has very like similar rules to Uno. And um, yeah, I've been trying to um essentially make like an online version of it. Oh. That's That's similar yeah, rules to cool. what? Sorry. It has very similar rules to Uno. So it's like, oh. yeah, we start with a bunch of cards and you have to like get rid of all of them and certain cards like have like pick two or like pick three or stuff like that mm. so you've been trying to yeah. to make that i think yeah so i'm trying to like, make like an online version of that for like this year yeah. oh mad yeah then we oh, might have cool. something to proper to plug in the in, in coming episodes that's yeah. serious that's a serious Hopefully. plug though i like that yeah yeah i like that yeah yeah, you think you think it was a joke? You yeah, wanna plug anything, Michael? Yeah, yeah, real plug. I'll be like, most people are like, oh yeah, here's my Twitter, here's my SoundCloud. Like, I don't expect, oh, I'm making this Afro card game. <laughs> Wait, he didn't say it's an Afro card game. He said it's it? Nigerian, didn't he? He said it's actually. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that. Dude, part. look at the cards. The cards are all different. Oh shit! It is. That's that's crazy. Okay, well, that's actually something that i will be looking forward to and we will um plug your social media on the description don't worry michael i got you yeah don't worry about that those yeah. those words find michael what on twitter tinder everything <laughs> also yeah, yeah, yeah uh michael what's your best tinder story oh my god i deleted the app now it's been it's been a while because basically with tinder it's like kind of like ebb and flow sometimes you have it and sometimes you get bored and you just delete it Right yeah, now, it's yeah. been like delete. It's been deleted for a while now, which is good. Are you moving? Are you not thinking of like swindle some uh, girl now as well? Like <laughs> after watching Tinder swindle, yeah, you yeah. decided, yeah. Netflix got to pay us for more, man. Yeah, like, yeah <laughs> we're yeah, not gonna yeah. talk about this. That like, I got, that I like if, sponsored by Netflix. If you don't pay us, you sue. I will sue you. Uncle James. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's Michael's recommendation. <laughs> Michael's a favorite watch film. Watch Gems. <laughs> yeah, watch it. It's a good film. You know, like I think you're like the only people that I know that didn't actually like the film. I, I haven't watched it. Don't like, don't love me in with them. I didn't watch. Oh, it. oh wait, I wasn't there. there. I was in London that there. day. Remember? Yeah, it was oh, in London. Right. But we watched oh, in right. your room. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean. Your room's but, like the communal room, isn't it? Mm, <laughs> the problem of the film is that every th- the best part of the film is the last 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> when you it's watch like, it end, when you want it to end. Like, spoiler, when, spoiler, when you see the end. No yeah, spoiler, no spoiler, I'm just, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right, we're tangenting. Right. We're going to too many tangents now. Let's, All right, do you want to wrap it up? Let's wrap it up. Okay, everyone. Um, thanks for tuning in this week again. You guys want to say your last goodbyes, your name and a shout yeah, out? I just want to say yeah, yeah. I just want to say thanks for the love on our last podcast. It was very much appreciated. Um, it's a lot of lovely feedback from you guys. And yeah, we'll take it to heart. And yeah, I just want to say it's bigger and better from now on. Okay. Yeah. Ricardo? I just want to thank Michael for being here. I'm so happy for having you here in the podcast. Yeah, I've been thanks, smil- Michael. I've been smiling the whole time. Laughing the entire it. time. Yeah, it was lovely. Thank you so much, mate. Yeah, and thank you guys for having me. Yeah, yeah, you hope. So we hope that to see you guys more. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be tuning in like for the next one. Yeah. If you want to find me, it's like at M Mafeni, at M underscore Mafeni on Twitter. There we go. And, um, yeah. Let's go. Yeah. So Chuck Miles Morales on Twitter. Um yeah, thanks for everyone tuning in. Thanks for the feedback. I hope you will be joining in every week from now. 
thanks michael for being the first official guest and not one of the hosts let's go and i was your host ronald straight from portugal i'll see you next week goodbye bye guys bye. adios <laughs>